Hey everybody, this is Ruben with 5-Minute Warning. When I decided that I wanted to make a podcast of my own, I found Anchor. Let me tell you, Anchor is free. Free. F-R-E-E. That's what I'm talking about. There are tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone or your computer. You know what? Anchor sends my podcast out to me to Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, so I ain't got to do it. Also, you can make money. I repeat, you can make money from your podcast. It's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, look, that's what I did. Five-minute warning, almost at 100 episodes in. Get Anchor. The following program is rated M-A-L. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the 5-Minute Warning. But let's be real. Most fights between dudes happen because of one of three things. You stepped on their shoes, you messed up their drink, or some woman that they with said something. But part of me just like, man, after you just hit me in the jaw a few times, man, we need a we need like at least a 15-minute grace period before I can be cool with you. Only thing I'm saying is everything she said is something we're used to hearing. I just think my first, well, no, I don't think anything. My first response to it was, you're representing your husband representing the NFL. This is not an image that they want to be close to. You you messing with your money. And it's not your money, it's his money. And now. The five-minute warning. Okay, students, this is your five-minute warning. I repeat, five-minute warning. Silence. This is the five-minute warning with Ruben Brown, happening right now. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another grand episode of Five Minute Warning. Once again, it is I, it is me, I am Ruben, and of course, always on the crew, we have AG and Mo B. What's What's happening, y'all? How you doing? What's going on? I'm totally unprepared for this show, just to let you know. Are we ever truly I mean, prepared for this show? Never, but that's what makes it fun. <laughs> well, we have a lot of fun then. That must be a nice glass of tea there. Um, yes. Shout out to Seagram's Gin, because I drank it and they paying me. <laughs> All right, PD Pablo's in the house. Nice. Nice PD Pablo reference there. So, yeah, to, you know, today is today. Uh, I mean, it's it's a day. You're right. It is a day. I mean, we were talking about this off air, but first of all, to answer AG's question, I did not see the hit um, on Joe Burrow today. However, I saw the replay. Ooh, it was bad. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I just I, it just the alert popped up on my phone. I haven't watched any football today. You're never gonna see it. Unless somebody decides to be real nasty and do it. it and if I'm I wasn't not, on this podcast, I'd be watching this team play right now. But, you know, it's probably better that I don't watch them. Cause yeah, they, they wait a minute, the who they playing? The Chiefs. Kansas City. I mean, it's competitive. They've already beat them this year. Nah, man, it's a revenge yeah. game for Kansas City, though. Oh, it's supposed to be competitive, right? Upset. I mean, it could be. Or they can get boat raced. I mean, it, it all depends on how Kansas City feels. <laughs> because <laughs> from what I understand, <laughs> well, because the story is after the last game that the Raiders won, gave Kansas City their only loss of the year, 
they decided, or the bus driver decided, <laughs> you know, to make another loop around the Kansas City Stadium. Any reason you know, why? Just like a vic- another victory loop. Another one he took two? Yeah. So Okay. That's easily remembered. I know that. Yeah, yeah, people don't like that. So yeah, it's but I mean, pretty much. I just kind of feel like if you lost, then you just got to deal with it. It is what it is. Well, it, it, it and I was fine if they had just lost, but you know, it's one thing to lose and then you poke. They just put a whole shiv up in that thing. <laughs> it's not like you know, you just when you win, you just leave. No, no, no. Before they left, they decided to drive around the the Arrowhead Stadium. Talk, you know, victory, victory, all this stuff. You know, it just kind of made some fans upset, and of course, it got back to them. And I mean, it, NFL players are are a particularly um, sensitive lot about things like that. I thought all athletes are. I know yeah, all race car drivers are. Yeah, we are. Um, I don't know why I just said we. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, you are the only athlete online. here. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? I said, Mosey, I said Mosey, only athlete here. That's what wow. I said. Ruben's a, he's, a, he's an athlete in his own mind. Wow. <laughs> Shots fired, bro. I mean, not really when it's true. And I wouldn't, I haven't called myself an athlete in, in probably 15, 16 years. Yeah, but you're the closest one. Yeah, you really are. Because <laughs> I ain't running nowhere. I promise you that. You meant run. I don't remember the last time I ran. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought you were on the treadmill. What about what happened? I'm walking on the treadmill. Oh, I thought you were running. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you have to get that face, man. Like, I know, you know, man. Can you give me the gas face, man? What in the world? Hey, and plus, you on the air, man. You could have lied. We ain't going to call you out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I know who I'm dealing with. But nah, oh, so yeah, then. So Kansas City's a little. I mean, they're not coming out and saying that they upset, but you know, some th- some things have leaked and saying some people are just not happy. Well, that's just like when people go and do things on the on the Star of Dallas. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of you don't be doing that. Yeah, I, I mean, well, some yeah. people do it on the. the, the <laughs> I just think of Baker Mayfield. He he's he's a he's an adorable guy. Oh, are you, are you talking about the flag at Ohio State? Yeah, I mean, was, Ohio State deserved that. But I'm just saying. You know, I don't know if anybody ever deserves something you know, like that. No, when you start it and then somebody finish it, then you get mad. I call that a pump. So yeah, they kind of yeah. deserve that. Yeah, nothing. They deserve that. Now what Tara I mean, Owens what Tara Owens did as a 49er to the Cowboys, that was uncalled for. That was comedy. <laughs> Any way you slice it, that was really unnecessary. Uh, the best part is when he came back when everybody else was fighting and he was in the front doing like and everybody else was like fighting. I was like, "That's that's called awesomeness." That guy should be everybody, an all famer, but that guy, yeah, hell, well, hell he's is all famer, going on in the background. Yeah, hell is happening behind you, but you're just like, he's like, "All about me." Yeah. Well, come on. We'll I mean, he that. said he said to himself, "He loved him, him some me exactly, and had shirts made." <laughs> I, love I love me, me some, some me. me. <laughs> yeah, you know, and then of course, remember, you know, he's a dude. To, Man, that's my quarterback. He crying. Hey, man, I always thought he got a bad rep as a teammate because, I mean, as a teammate, 
yeah, you can say he might have been selfish and he always wanted to be about him. But that dude went out there and played in the Super Bowl with pins in his hand. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that dude was about playing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Was. Like you, you can you can be all about you all you want if I know you out there working as hard as he worked. It ain't it ain't like he was like it's all about me and then he was lazy. Yep. Like he was the hardest working dude on the team. I mean that dude still looked like he can play. Yeah. I mean, didn't I mean, he just run a race against uh, uh, Tariq Hill? Did they do yeah, that he video? Was running and he and he wasn't he, that far behind. I know he just, he barely <laughs> lost. He old, he's an old he, man he by sports get, standards. Like a, a ten yard head start though. But he did. I thought it was. I thought it was. Um, they started at the same time. Nah, I think he got like a ten yard head start. But he also is like eight inches taller than Tyreek Hill and probably about 60 pounds heavier. So well, that's what I was going to say. He was never a speed guy to begin with, but the, the idea that it, at 40 plus he can still run like that, I'm like, yo. But I always thought I was, he got a bad rap with the whole, his his persona and the Hall of Fame. I didn't really like the way they did that because there's plenty of Hall of Fame people. I mean, people in the Hall of Fame, athletes in the Hall of Fame that are terrible people. So I'm like, how come if you think he's a terrible person why are we even tripping about this this is about and did you I catch know the what ball he did, did you run the ball did you think score? he was a terrible person huh? like I mean I always wanted to know what he did that made people think he was a terrible person because uh-huh. I mean what off the field incidents did he really have other than doing sit ups in his driveway when he was holding out I don't know that's a good question <laughs> that was funny but I mean you know a lot of people took that whole see and that's the thing. Like a lot of people took that whole Dallas Star thing as a a, a a bad rap, man. Because I mean, you just uh, how you, the crazy part is like you did that when you were playing for somebody else, but then you turn around and played for Dallas and was like, "Nah, nobody can't come do this." And I'm just like, "Who are you? You just did that." Well, see, this trash talk, man. That's all, man. Like. People, people too sensitive when it comes to sports, man. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's a generational gap. Like I don't mind trash talk and and stuff like that. I don't, I don't necessarily think that's bad sportsmanship. I, I grew up in an era where you weren't even really being competitive if on somebody talking about you in a negative sense while you were playing. So, sure. I mean, he's not wrong. No. I mean, we, I mean, I remember being in places and and you hear all types of cuss words flying at the other person and all types of personal attacks. And then as soon as the game's over, you like, hey man, what are we going to eat? <laughs> I mean, I just like UFC last night. I mean, they beating each other bloody, and at the end of it, hey man, good good fight. It was like, dude, you got blood. Yeah, them them right UFC off. dudes a special breed because I I can't be in no fight with nobody and then be cool. Right yeah. Afterwards, like oh, no. you got to give me a cool down period. Like, <laughs> wait a hey, minute, maybe tomorrow you can holler at me, but nah, man. <laughs> like right now, but isn't that what you? Isn't that kind of what you just said? Except blows are being thrown. That's the difference. See, that, that's when that's when it becomes different. You know okay, what I'm so so when somebody putting their hands on you is different. Yeah, it's a, it's a little different. But then again, I mean, you know, as a football player, you hitting each other too. So maybe it'd be different if I knew. I mean, maybe it'd be different if I was getting paid to be in that fight because maybe I could be cool afterwards. Like, hey, man, I'm checks is cashing. But <laughs> but part of me just like man, after you just hit me in the jaw a few times. Man, we need a we need like at least a fifteen minute grace period before I can be cool with you. I mean, okay. Now, do you need fifteen minutes if you won? I need fifteen minutes, regardless. You know what? I need enough time to check my account 
to make sure the money's there. <laughs> then I can be like, hey, bro, this is, you know, this was fun. This was very lucrative for both of us. Like, <laughs> so it's lost, a money like, issue. Yeah, and if I lost, I'd be like, that means you buying, you paying for dinner and drinks, right? Because you won. <laughs> well, I okay. mean, cause, cause I, I watched the fight. I watched the fight last night, man. And I mean, these dudes beat themselves to death. I mean, pound. I mean, I'm talking about standing still, throwing hands in each other's face, kicks in the face. I mean, that's hands that's in the kind face. of the idea, ain't it? Yeah. But, but one, and then after, ding, ding, ding. It was up, man. Good fight. Good fight. You just hit me in my face with blaster. It ain't no good fight. What is wrong with you? But I mean, they're fighters. That's what they do. I think it's the same. Like thing. I said, I feel you. It might be different, but I mean, still, I feel like. I need wow. I need at least a couple minutes to be like, hey man, like I gotta remember that we was only fighting each other for money. <laughs> yeah. Now I can see it. I can see it being a problem if the two fighters were brothers, or like anything close to brothers. Now that would be deep emotionally. That would be deep. Well, I wouldn't I fight know, my I brother. Feel like, I, feel, I feel like emotionally that might be easier. Like you think they probably been. Yeah, because they probably got a whole bunch of beef with each other. They grew up with each other. They... <laughs> man, it's just like that new Subway commercial, man, which, first of all, I, I need to say, whoever is the agent for the Watt family, oh, yeah. brilliant. Yeah, well, yeah. That's brilliant. The... I mean, you say brilliant, but I mean, has there ever been a more marketable football player than J.J. White? Watt? I mean... Well, He's I mean, got all three the, of them. He got well, yeah, but it really starts with JJ. Well, yeah. If JJ Watt wasn't who he is, those None commercials would be wouldn't on. be happening. But yeah. he got the complexion for protection. He actually is good. Complexion for protection. I got to use that. You got some nuggets. <laughs> he actually is good. Yes. And then he did raise a whole bunch of money during a crisis. I mean, like so he, fifty million or twenty-five million. It doesn't matter. Million. Yeah. And it was a number really, after, that, after that. After yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah, but like the new one is when I guess what's happening is the neighbors are like, yeah, you know, we can't can't eat well or whatever. And then Mama Watts like, well, we raise our boys up on Subway and you see them then sitting around the table and J.J. Watt, big brother style. T.J., stop messing with me. That's good. Mom, you know, it's like then she's like, shut up or something. She said, I don't think she said shut up. She was like, calm down or something but i was just like you know that stuff probably happened in real life it, they probably had to go too far to dig that out and then they're making money on it and like that show they had the um the tag show uh, it's nope. kind of dope never saw it yo it was on fox on wednesday at like nine you know, so it's how like does this always happen, man. How are we like 13 minutes in and we ain't we ain't talk about that. we ain't touch none of the stuff we said we was gonna talk about. <laughs> well, we are, but we are. It, it, no, we we're are. not. So, no, we're stop stuff, lying. This yourself. stuff leads into stop it. Stop lying to yourself. For instance, like for instance, this whole sports thing. I mean, like I felt some kind of way today. Actually, I didn't. Let me stop lying. I didn't feel any kind of way. But yo, man. There are times when I feel like dudes pay for their significant others, man. Like today, Detroit got mollywhopped, yo. I mean, <laughs> I don't even think they scored. They got mollywopped. It was like 17 nothing in the fourth quarter, and I was like... You think that has something to do with Kelly Stafford saying what she said? I mean... 
Hey, man, bulletin board material, man. But she wasn't talking about another team. She was talking about the the issue with Michigan and everything else. That's that. But that's karma, man. That's karma. I feel like I do because I I told Boo Love this. I was like, she can say you can say what you want when you making your own money. You let this dude make twenty seven million dollars a year working for a company who's trying to change his image, and then here you go. This is not funny in your six million dollar house. You're going to be living yeah. on the bridge if you keep popping off like that. You need to play your position. So and you ain't I'm, cute enough. Well, that's a whole nother story. Uh, <laughs> really, man? We talking about that? I said that. We I went. said that. That's where we went. All, but no, all man, she said is she's not cute enough, man. I mean, oh, back man. in the day, she probably should man. be. Man, you say what you want, man. All I the mean, thing I'm saying is everything she said is something we're used to hearing. I just think my first, well, no, I don't think anything. My first response to it was you're representing your husband representing the NFL. This is not an image that they want to be close to. You, you messing with your money and it's and not your re- money. It's his money. Yeah. He represents Detroit. Yeah. Detroit. Like I can understand if you are maybe in LA or maybe in a place like, like New England, a place that they used to win in and they don't care. Man, Detroit didn't want nothing in like a decade and a half. And like, they're paying your husband way too much money. No, they're not. He's worth every dime. A lot where, of money. Where else are they going to find a Matt Stafford to come to Detroit? Nowhere. I mean, yeah, he ain't lying about that. I mean, that's true. But, it's yo, just, man. And, I mean, Matt Stafford is a really good quarterback that just happens to play for a really bad team. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but man, your, your, your husband is making $27 million. You can't be seeing here talk about you living in a dictatorship in Michigan. It's ridiculous. The whole thing was ridiculous. And that's why, because, I mean, let's be real, man. I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah. I just put it out there. You but did? Nah, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I didn't hear a thing. <laughs> like, like Drew Brees had his little issue. He says he he talked, and whether he meant it or not, it's really indifferent. But he talked, and he probably should have thought before he talked, because I guess he just didn't realize where he was, or he thought other things would be able to save him. I mean, no, nah, it's just that Drew Brees been saying that his whole career, and he didn't realize that there had been a paradigm shift where you can't, like, because he had been so used to just leaning on, you know, military servants and my grandfather, and then he was like, oh, oh, wait a minute, we can't, we can't just lean on that no more for the flag. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't get the memo. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so you know, he says what he says. Then next thing you know, he's got to apologize. Then his wife comes out and says some just as stupid. Next no, she, day, she's got to apologize. Wait, 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 just, wait. She didn't say, I thought she came back ooh. and said we weren't doing well enough. Because she, I thought she apologized. She, I didn't she think she apologized. After, I she said she, that after some other stuff. Because oh. once again, once again, it's like, I, I understand like how some people want to protect their significant other. And I think she came, she came to bat for Drew, but that wasn't the right fight for her. Okay. So she ends up saying some questionable things. Not to, oh, let's, it wasn't questionable. It was just like whatever. Like I didn't care. She kind of doubled down on what Drew Brees said, okay. which was wrong already. So she doubled down on that. And then next thing you know, she's got to apologize. And I'm just like, you know, man, Twitter is Twitter is dangerous, man. Twitter, Instagram are dangerous. Well, okay, this is the take I have on all of this. 
even even Drew Brees, even though that's a dead issue to me, I think that the only reason any of these people are apologizing is because of that smoke and they couldn't breathe. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. And so I'm like, if they if no one says anything, then they'll probably make another post the same the same type of post. So I'm like, she wanted to say what she wanted to say, and she said it really well. The only thing that went wrong was everybody else didn't like it. And so when everybody else came down on her, she apologized. That's fake to me because you meant what you said the first time you usually do. So I'm just I'm just saying. Only thing I'm saying about it is you can feel the way you want to feel. Half the country does. The election showed us that. But what I'm saying to you personally, or not really personally, but what I'm saying to you with your with respect to your situation, your man makes $27 million as an employee of an NFL team. An NFL, as a governing body, does not want to be associated with people that have your opinions. Whether they share those opinions or not is immaterial. They don't want to be near it. So you putting your husband out there messing with his money and it can't throw a pass. So you're, you're, you're messing with your kid's future. You're messing with your family. You're messing with everything that you have been given because you haven't earned anything. She ain't earned nothing. She ain't put on exactly. no Exactly. She ain't put on no pass. Exactly. She ain't take no hit from no quarterback. So play your position and think about, okay, am I going to mess with my stuff if I say this? Or not, and let's be and let's be real, man. Most of the times that dude gets into fights is because it's your significant other. Well, I'm gonna be better because Karen got mad at me, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going there. But what I am saying is, yeah, like hold I, on, man, hold, stop, stop, what, stop, stop it. Look, man, Karen ain't gonna be mad or whatever if you tell the truth. But let's be real. Most fights between dudes happen because of one of three things. You stepped on their shoes, you messed up their drink, or some woman that they with. <laughs> you messed up their something. drink? <laughs> like you knocked their drink over or whatever. You, you know, you spilled their beer, whatever. You, you bump into them. My bad. Let me buy you another beer. Then people cool. Or three, the significant other that you with says something either A, questionable, or doing something she probably shouldn't have been doing in somebody's opinion. And then next thing you know, you got to fight. I mean, you forgot one reason. Like, oh, what was a thing? miscellaneous chair gets thrown. Oh, well, yeah. You, gotta fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, yeah. you see a chair get thrown in the background, people about to start scrapping. It's just, I mean, that's it's true. Just, it's what it is. True. AKA, Alan Iverson. I was trying so, to stay away from it, but yes. Well, I mean, what I'm saying, man, Dave Chappelle made a whole thing keeping it real goes wrong on purpose, man. And each one of those had a little bit of truth in it. I mean, you, you ain't wrong. There, there's, I'm sure there's a many a dude out there who's gotten a fight that they had no desire to be a part of because some female in the background was going, you gonna let him disrespect me like that? There it is. There it is. <laughs> And has any oh man God. has any man in history ever just said, uh, yeah, because this is stupid and walk away? No. Some have, but they single. Well, see, that's the thing. And it shouldn't be a thing, but it is. Yeah. So I mean, I'm just saying, man, it's like I'm not saying that this caused the the lions to get boat raced. I'm just gonna say karma comes back. And it comes back in different ways. 
Wow. And you never know how it comes back. And it just so happens it came back on the older Joy team. Now, with that being said, it's not like they need a lot of karma to get them boat race. <laughs> But, I'm just saying. I'm just thinking. Like, it could, you sure it ain't got nothing to do with the fact that they're the Detroit Lions? Like, I mean, they really I think are. You a might be giving team. Karma a little too much credit. They, they've well, been I mean, terrible their, their, their entire existence, almost. So, except when they had Rodney Pete. Yeah, that was fleeting. You yeah, mean they made the playoffs that year? I mean, yeah, and then they got boat race spot once again. Washington. Like that's that's <laughs> in like a 50 year history. That ain't really. I mean, let's be real. They were only in the playoffs one year. With the greatest running back in history. Well, losing so, losing is habitual. I'll leave it there. Yeah. I'm so just I'm just saying, like, and then she apologized for saying dictatorship. And I'm just like, why? How about you should apologize for just talking? Why are you apologizing for something you meant? I, because, like I said, what she said is something we've been hearing since March. And it's only gotten louder. So she didn't sound any different than anybody else. Well, like I said, half the country by election numbers showed us who will say that and who won't and she fit the description all i'm saying is don't mess with somebody else's money that takes care of you yeah because like i said the nfl the nfl may share your views but they do not want to share them publicly and he's an employee don't think he can't get fired i'm just letting you know and i mean he ain't on the field enough to warrant not getting cut well, all I'm, I'm saying, saying is it would be sad because the guy's worth every dime. And, and I, I mean, I just, so what? You can't go out to the store. Live in your $6 million house. <laughs> it's just a sad Am I, am I wrong there? No, I mean, a $6 million house? I'm I just want to go like, nowhere. I don't think you're wrong. I just think you've spent like eight minutes talking about a woman who has privilege and the complexion for protection. Like, and you're surprised by it. Like, I'm not surprised by it. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, hey Matt, you gonna say something today, though? I mean, really? Uh, no. First of all, you trying to get that man hemmed up? Like, That's right. Sometimes you gotta take one, man. No, man, no, nah, man. That dude got kids. He probably ain't got no prenup, bro. Don't be out here trying to get Matt out here hemmed up. <laughs> hey, hey, Mo, he ain't married. Man. He ain't married. He, he right, ain't married. He ain't married. <laughs> hey, because when you do a lot of this conversation we having right now, gonna get shut down. So don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm just saying. He sound, he sounded like that dude in the five heartbeats talking to his woman like, I think you're overstepping your bounds just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> this dude just quoted the five heartbeats. Eddie Kane, boy, I, I think you're overstepping your bounds <laughs> just a little bit. That's the most you can say to your woman. That's the most you can say. And he had to say it in a hushed tone to make sure he ain't start no static. Actually, I don't know if you can say that. It depends who your woman is. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm kind of agreeing with AG because that didn't work out too well for Eddie Kane either, right there. <laughs> <laughs> man, look, man. I mean, we can move on from it because I'm just gonna say the same thing over and over again. You just shouldn't be messing with your money like that, especially when you don't make it. That is a lesson for the day, kids. Play your position, as Ruben says. That's right. Because if you're not playing your position, that means you stepped on somebody else's feet. Just saying. That's how interceptions happen. <clears throat> there are other first-round draft picks. Just letting y'all know. Just hey, sometimes that third-round draft pick might be the bomb. Exactly. And I'm not talking about Matt Stafford either, just to let you know. I'm just trying to be nice today. 
And some six round picks are, are the greatest of all time. Tom Brady. Well, that's right. That's right. I really, really, I want to talk about <laughs> how you gonna get on TV and you're just for men running down your cheeks, man. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, it's like he just had it done in makeup and went out to some hot lights and he just sweating just for men. All right, first of all, I think it's fair to there's just so much that has happened with good old Rudy in the past week that I feel like we need to touch like all of it in some form or fashion. Nah, man, so, we can't just touch like the like we got to understand like how much this dude has fallen in two like twenty in two thousand one when nine eleven happened. He could have ran for president. This yeah. dude was like one of the most popular dudes on the planet. Yes, sir. And now he the senile dude at the table that you you telling your kids to ignore like oh he don't know no better just <laughs> just don't don't stare at him don't stare at him that's not nice every time I look at him it's just like a lesson in masturbation man I'm like really <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> really I mean he, oh I, I was just scratching myself really is that what we're doing bro and and then I mean Come on, just, man. you know seeing him with his Beijing dripping down his head like yeah. I mean. <laughs> Like we understood. Like, Wait a minute, you know, what did you call it? His Beijing. <laughs> we understood. We, we out there looking like Carlos Boozer. Wow, <laughs> that's cold, Paint, man. Hair on. Come on, man. I mean, it's just sad, man. It's just sad. I mean, and I mean, down both cheeks, bro. I'm like, yo. As, like I said before, it's like he he went to makeup. They touched him up, and. Nothing. I just got nothing. But if we're going to touch on everything, we may as well touch on the touching. I mean, I know that was three weeks ago, but I'm like, how do you even explain that? Really, bro? Really? (laughs) I I have have no words, man. I I mean, there's nothing else to say. I think think Moe's just summed it up really. His fall from grace has been so far, so fast. I mean, he destroyed a career he he spent decades building and came to a crescendo in 2001 and then leveled off and then nothing now. Rudy Giuliani doubled down on the one person that could ruin his everything. (laughs) Could could ruin his everything? No, I'm saying he already did, but I'm saying like he could, like we would have forgiven Rudy Giuliani as like a mass society. People would have forgiven Rudy Giuliani for almost anything. But But the idiocy that he has attached himself to and just just the the asinine things that he said over the last couple years, it's just like, bro, like I'm almost hoping that one day in the near future somebody just goes yo man this dude had dementia for like the last three or four years <laughs> and he'd been off his meds and nobody wanted to say anything then i'd be like yo it makes sense like i get it <laughs> so you're trying like, to say Dang, that's messed up we had him out here we out here laughing at this man's downfall and this dude just had issues you're trying to use this dude up man no 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 because the, the Yeezy thing is a completely different thing because that's that's a cultural thing and I feel like it's our fault as a people that we've given him a platform. Rudy Giuliani had his platform already. We didn't give this platform to him. This was his platform that he graciously has decided to put himself up there as an idiot. So if you're going to basically come to the stage and perform as an idiot, it's my job to clap and say you're an idiot. Like, I don't want to disrespect... Like, his performance has been so good. I don't want to disrespect him. 
Like he's worked hard for this dumbass reputation that he's got. So I mean, you say, <laughs> so you saying you the dude who's throwing tomatoes at this guy? So I mean, look, if he handed me tomatoes before the show and said, "Hey, this is how I want you to celebrate me," then yeah, who am I gotta oblige? I didn't come to the show with tomatoes. <laughs> like five years ago, five years ago, I didn't come to the table saying, "Man, I can't wait for Rudy Giuliani to fall off." No, I didn't say that. He came to the stage and said, "Hey, I'm gonna give y'all a show." He, he well, he's not wrong. <laughs> and he did it all in the four seasons. Just saying. I'm about to say, were you asking Rudy Giuliani to make an appearance in the last four or five years? I hadn't thought about Rudy Giuliani since like 05, 06. Got a point. Yeah, here's, here's a crazy part, man. It's like this dude literally had the nerve to go to go to Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania judges and be like, you know what? Yeah, just go ahead and forget the voting and just name uh, Pennsylvania for, for Trump. What? <laughs> what? Like, so all the votes don't count. All this counting ain't no good. Nah, we're just going to go ahead and... Well, oh. technically, the electorates could do that. So, I mean... I mean, they could. I'm just saying, like, I mean, you don't know unless you try. Look, he shot a <laughs> shot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's like Hamilton. I mean, <laughs> He, he probably he probably put like a five dollar bill on the table and was like, maybe this will change your mind. <laughs> that is so wrong. <laughs> that was cold blooded. <laughs> he said maybe this. Will change. <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> so oh. it, it, the greatest thing it just happened. Like the greatest thing it just happened. Trump and Giuliani was like, yo, Sidney Powell. Um, yeah. We nah. Why you say? How dare you say that? You know, there's an international conspiracy to steal the election, including they hacking voting machines and all these communists from Venezuela. How dare you say that? She's not part of my legal team. What? <laughs> how you go? How you go sit there and be like, nah, bro, she ain't with us. But when you said she was with y'all, and when she is saying all this stuff. You ain't say nothing. But now she ain't with y'all? He's been doing this. They have been doing this for the last five years. You didn't see this? Or four I mean, years. It's like, it's like, yo, man, yo, Cindy. All right, man, we'll reach out to you later. We'll see you later. I mean, what? Yeah. All right, cool. Whatever. Really? That's what it is? They just said, peace out? They've been, they Come do on, this man. to everybody, man. I say like why why are you giving this fire air man like you you <laughs> are giving it air like it ain't surprising it's funny oh I man mean, there's, there's some humor in this there's some humor I mean it, there is, there's plenty of humor in it but it seems like you find an anger in it like you're mad about it and like the rest no, of us I'm are just, just like, laughing at it no, I mean, that's what I'm saying I'm just like like hot like I right, like so so first you were lying but now it's not you line, it's her line. I'm like, hey man, Stormy Daniels, bro. Stormy Daniels. <laughs> Ew. I'm, I'm glad she got paid. I'm just saying, Don- it, it's, it's Donald Trump is is like 2020 Shaggy. All he comes out and says, <laughs> what wasn't me. Wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> you gonna believe me or your lying eyes? <laughs> 
Every time I hear that, it goes back to Eddie Murphy all over again. <laughs> but I saw you coming out of her house. Hey, wasn't me. <laughs> Speaking of which, Raw was on like a week ago. Funniest thing Classic. ever. One is, uh, oh, funniest thing ever, man. Oh, yeah. That. Actually, actually, Kevin Hart's got something on Netflix called I Give Zero. And it's it starts out slow, but it does end up being funny. About an hour. Yeah, that face, man. The, the, the greatest meme face ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he blinks his eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. That is the greatest meme face ever. Because literally when somebody... You, you see some up there. <laughs> next thing you know, just looking at a joint. That's what, you see that face. It's like, you know. Oh, man. That guy's a meme waiting to happen, man. All uh, day. And, and now, hey, all these Republicans are like, you know, you should go ahead and present that trend begin that transition process now and Trump's like no cause I ain't going nowhere and I'm just like oh you going about it here and okay. it, I just love I love what Biden always says it man you know the government knows how to get rid of get rid of trespassers in the White House and I'm just like yo that's some cold blooded stuff Chef yo hey is he, he wrong? said cold blooded like that is he every wrong time. that guy ain't worried about nothing man he ain't worried about nothing I mean, we about, about to get a we about to get a vaccine up in this piece. I mean, as many times as this dude has filed bankruptcy and still bounced back, man, Trump, like, man, whatever, y'all can get me up out of here. I'll be back in twenty twenty four. Go ahead, and say it. Go ahead, and say it. Come back in the White House, like I'm back, bitches. <laughs> man, that's twenty twenty four up in this. That's like a Christmas present to me. Wow, <laughs> he says it so good. I, I'm I just saying, you totally can see Donald Trump just coming off the plane after he's been in, out of the country for like four years and he becomes the Republican nominee for 2024. I'm back, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, hairpiece moving all outside, <laughs> waving in the wind. Here's the funny part, man. Like, oh, man. It's so crazy how he is just taking over the Republican Party. I told and I you. wonder, I wonder if they, honestly, let's just be real. What is a neighbor percent chance if he said, I want to run for 2024, he will win the Republican primary? I'll give see, him 40%. See, and I've thought about this. Um, as much as the Republican Party wouldn't want him to, um, their biggest fear is that he's so popular that he would just run as an independent just to f him. Yep. Because we talked about this months ago <laughs> on a on a podcast. Yeah, that's cold it's the truth. We talked about this before, and I told you, Donald Trump, like any other nominee, the reason why Donald Trump was the nominee for the Republican Party is because he is the best thing they had going. And I still don't see anybody on the come up that's better than him. I'm actually going to disagree with you. I think I think Donald Trump preyed on what the Republican Party's strength used to be. The one thing that I used to always say about the Republican Party that I respected and disliked all at the same time was Republicans vote party over everything. Like they could be like, I don't like that dude. I don't agree with anything he says, but he's a Republican. I'm going to vote Republican no matter what. So Trump, all he needed to do was get a large enough sect of people to agree with him. And the rest of the people were going to fall in line because they were party 
over everything. Like even some of the people who defend him now were the people that he was attacking during his um, run trying to become president. And as soon as he became the nominee, Ted Cruz comes around after this dude talked about that man wife and his dad and then yeah. Ted Cruz his biggest supporter they're a party over everything right. so once he became it he preyed on their which was once their greatest strength was Republicans come out and vote for Republicans no matter what that's always been a flaw with the Democrats we don't always come out I say we like I'm one but Democrats don't always come out and vote um just because they're Democrats. If they don't if they don't feel the candidate, if they're not motivated to, they don't come out. Republicans have never had that problem. So he preyed on their strength and their strength became their weakness. And now if he were to say, I want to run in 2024, they would be paralyzed because even though all 72 million people that voted for him aren't necessarily fans, there's at least 20 million, 30 million that are just I'm here for Trump. So if he ran as independent, those people would be like, I'm here for Trump. And the Republicans know, man, if he runs as an independent, we might as well just give the Democrats everything because he's going to split the party. Yeah. So if he decides he wants to run in 2024, they almost got to. Well, that he makes... got him by the balls pretty much. Right. And, and that's that... why he's never going to concede, because as long as he doesn't concede, he can tell his followers, hey, it was stolen. You know, I'll be back in 2024. Come ride with your boy. Get, get us back in. Drain the swamp. You know, all the all the BS stuff. He can start talking about another invisible wall that he wants to build. <laughs> invisible. No, but I mean, we still, we still agree because you just explained it a lot better than I did. But at the end of the day, he's still the best product they have because of everything that you said. He is the best thing the Republicans have gone. And it's sad to me that they don't have anything better. They just don't. So, I mean, but the problem is we really don't know because he is literally like taking all the energy out of the party. We don't know if they have anything better or not. That's not true. Because because if they because if they did, they would have dropped him like a bad habit already. Well, what, what I'm saying is they haven't had a chance to cultivate anybody else because everybody's too busy on their knees with him. So they like, for instance, with the Democrats, they cultivated Obama for like four years before he ran for president. You know, so it was in 2006. You had heard. Yeah, we heard about this kid named Obama. Like we didn't. I mean, unless you follow politics for real. You knew about him, but I didn't really know about him until he started doing his thing. So, like, the Democrat, I mean, that's what's happening. The Democrats usually start cultivating people. However, the Republican Party, they did have some people like Rubio and stuff like that who they could have cultivated. But but the problem is Trump has so much control over that party that they haven't had a chance to cultivate anybody else because as far as you far as you know it's Trump or nothing forever because Lord knows if he could change the like he said before why we gotta vote for president I should be president forever and that's when the Kevin Hart picture comes up with the blanket <laughs> eyes I uh, mean you know you that's for me that's like that was like year one that's what I was like Oh man, it's time to get this dude about the paint already. 
All I'm like, saying is I already. never I never dated anybody I didn't like when I had somebody better going. That's all I'm saying. If I knew I if it. I knew that I was a better girlfriend to have, then I, why would I stay with the one I can't stand? It just yeah, no. I, I mean, y'all can be right. But I just feel like they don't have anything better to do. That's why they put up with this dude. I think they don't have anything more popular. Well, that's yeah, all I was me. saying before. So, they, so yeah, I mean, I, I feel you on that. That's all I was saying. Y'all explained it better. But I'm just telling you, at the end of the day, they don't have anything. They don't have a better product to, to present. Because think, every, everybody y'all named, they weak. Because if they weren't weak, they'd have, they'd have taken this dude to task. In the process to become president, I mean, I'm sorry, to become the uh, Republican nominee, and they failed miserably, all of them. Well, but that's because, like, and, and this is where I will I will say something crazy. I mean, Lindsey Graham has been in government for how long? Thirty years plus? Something. Fair assessment. Too long. But, the but he, is too long. Yeah, but he allowed himself to get punked out on Twitter by Trump's kids. Like, does he does he have a sex tape of you with somebody other than your wife? No, he's got enough of a sect of followers where he knows if he attacks Trump and Trump attacks him, that he loses a portion of his voters. Well, but the thing but, the, but this is after he won his election. Yeah, but he wants to win again. Like he ain't trying man. to just be this turn. He want to win. Like yo, them dudes when they become politicians, they want to be there forever, man. man they're not, they're not trying to leap. And he's trying Graham to be there till he a hundred. He's not wrong, yeah. man. Because I mean, yeah. think about it. He, that's, this dude is a senator from South Carolina. If you he think did, that he you did can not run make up an on enemy Trump, of that dude, Trump, exactly. You about to get slapped in your face. So I'm just—he's not if wrong. Trump tell his people not to show up at the polls. His people won't show up. Exactly. Well, yeah. In, in what two years? Two years, right? They'd be like, yeah. vote for the colored fella, and they will vote for the colored fella. They will. You know it and I know it. They will. Just like Mo said, if they if he yeah. says whatever, whatever is man I mean, that's the only reason why they deal with this dude now is because of that election in Georgia. That's it. Yeah, they scared. Cause if he come out and be like, Well, you know, these well, Republicans are trying to F me, they're they're part of the, the corruption with the Democrats, those people won't come out. Not at all. Not at all. Because well, we'll, that's we'll and, that, and that's just sad, but so let's shift to something that wasn't originally on the program, but it just came out. Well, yeah, it came out a couple days ago, but I just saw it and I feel like it's time to have this small conversation. We should probably time yeah, ourselves you, on this. You know, this ain't going to be no small conversation because you feel a certain type of way going into it. So you might as well just cut out whatever you need to cut out <laughs> for the rest of the show. Cause you know you about to talk about this impassioned, and like no, I mean I just think she's crazy. I mean it's, I, I think I think she's crazy. I I think you know, and this is my problem. This is my problem with it before. It's like yo man, you know, I get it, Monique. You you did okay. You had precious, and you did some little things here and there and whatever. I mean, you, you don't necessarily deserve five million dollars for a stand-up like other people, because you ain't got that kind of that kind of pool. And that's what she got mad at years ago. And then she got mad that a couple people, quote unquote, shamed her, or whatever you want to call it. 
And now because Will Smith then gave the first Aunt Viv an apology, which to be real, you know, he can't he he manned up, he did what he, he felt like he had to do. But um that don't mean that you deserve an apology. Man, you need to get off your your terrible horse and stop that craziness. Because I mean Am I wrong? Am I wrong here? I'm, just- I'm not gonna. T- I'm not gonna tell you you're wrong, man. I'm just gonna say you're you're so impassioned about it that you've ha- you have your opinion, and nothing nothing that's gonna be said is going to allow you to open up yourself. Enough and I disagree. To any tree. And I disagree. And, and, and look, I'm gonna tell you what this is, and I'm gonna tell you what it is in one name: Kyrie Irving. <laughs> and I'm just saying, like, like sometimes the message is like, what like, the message like is okay. Most, it's just most a of what she's saying, I think, is absolutely true. We just don't like that she's the messenger. That's it. The message is right. And when you say, "Oh, she's not worth five million dollars," you're right. She isn't worth a five million dollar Netflix. But her reasoning for not being worth it is because she was blackballed. It's 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 really obvious. Now, I don't know if she's difficult to work with. I don't. I don't know her. But when Lee Daniels comes out, when he is the quote-unquote black guru person, when he tells you, when he tells people in Hollywood that you are blackballed, you are blackballed. When he says you're difficult to work with, no one else will work with you. The same way that Will Smith owned to the first Aunt Viv was like, hey, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Like when I made those statements about you, I killed your career. When Lee Daniels said Monique was toxic to work for, he killed her career after one of the greatest performances given in the last 20 years. You might not like the movie. You might not like her, but she played that role in Precious so well. That was masterful. Like she should have had people beating down her door for serious roles. Not just comedy roles, serious roles. And that would have boasted her career because if she had to start getting more serious roles like that on top of what she was doing comedy-wise on the circuit scene, she might have been worth a $5 million Netflix thing. But all, all you're hearing is that she's saying she didn't get the same type of deal as other people and she had just as many accomplishments. And on paper, Believe it or not, she is just as accomplished as some of the people who got these really big Netflix deals. I mean, she's got an Oscar. She's been on world-selling comedy tours. Like, she's got a resume. The problem is she also has a reputation, whether or not she earned it or not. But when one, and it's it's bad to say this, that Hollywood and just like many of the, much of the corporate world is like this, all it takes is one influential man and I put preface on the man. All it takes is one influential man to kill a woman's career. All he has to do is say the coded phrase. She's a diva. She's difficult to work with. And that throws up all the red flags and everybody stays away from you. One, because everybody wants to stay in Lee Daniels' good graces for whatever reason. Because I think most of what Lee Daniels does is awful. <laughs> I, I just think I, I think we support it because we're black. And and nobody wants to call it out, but I think some of the stuff he does is highly overrated. I mean, the only yeah. thing I knew that he did for real was um, uh, what's the name of that TV show? Uh, dang, see, I don't remember the name of the TV show. I mean, he's he's responsible for the one um, 
Lucius Lyons with yeah, yeah. and then and Star, the, the Star, Star one that came out. Oh, that, that shit was terrible. It was it was Lee Daniels. I'm just saying, like it it, it did numbers. And like, I've never he's, seen. He's Precious, done a lot of so stuff. I can't speak on Precious. He, he did um. Precious. He did the movie uh, yeah. Precious. Matter of fact, that yeah, was he amazing. was he was yeah. the Precious director. So I, mean, I didn't I haven't seen it. So it's good. I don't know. So like I said, all it so everything that she's saying is laced in so much truth. But I completely understand. She is the worst messenger. <laughs> she is, and and and, and her anger is venomous. And, and it comes off as bitter and just laced in hate. So you can't hear the message. The thing is, she's probably well within her right to have all that venom if she really was blackballed and she really isn't difficult to work with. And that's just something somebody said about her. But unfortunately, it's a stigma that we have and we, we put it on black women, especially as soon as a black woman starts talking in an angry tone with an attitude, we cut it off. And, and men, we're the worst at it. We just go, oh, there's that attitude and we just stop listening. Doesn't matter if it's laced with truth. We just can't hear it no more. Good, bad, or indifferent. I'm, I'm guilty of it too sometimes i'm just like hey you would you know you'd get more you get more bees with honey you know what i'm saying like you know and even tyler perry in the recorded conversation basically said yeah if you would have played the game you could be banking right now and she wants tyler perry to come out and, and say that publicly i mean he don't need to say that publicly we all know that if you play the game you can you got talent and if you play the game you can make more money but the thing is i'm not mad at you for not playing the game what i am mad at you about is getting all these other people involved like in your fight like everybody ain't got a fight for you now if these people are really really your friends some of them should want to but like she attacked steve harvey and oprah look look in, in fairness a lot of the people she attacked are people that i don't really have a high regard for anyway so maybe that's why i'm desensitized too because when you start talking about steve harvey i'm like i respect his career but i mean and the I don't know how I feel about him. Oprah. <laughs> so maybe that's why, you know, but I don't feel like you should attack everybody because attacking everybody is not going to get anybody to fight for you. True. And like when she attacked Stevie Hart, Steve Harvey on his own show on TV is like, what are you doing? And att- attack Charlemagne on the breakfast club. Like, what are you, like, I mean, and what are you doing? It's like, you're, you're making it worse because Everything that you're saying, you're doing on like TV, so everybody can see, so everybody could think from your actions on television. Yeah, she's probably a pain in the a to work with, and Once she again, might not that's, be. That's your own stigma putting it on it, because well, like I what, said, black woman starts getting loud and angry. Well, that's what I'm cut saying. Cut it off. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like she did, like you said, she didn't help herself by attacking everybody, like. I mean, to be honest, like when she sued Netflix, I was like, I mean, you got to have some proof behind it. I mean, I don't know. I, I just think that I just think for me personally, like because I saw the Steve Harvey thing and I'm just like, and he was really trying to like calm down, you know, yada, yada, yada. And she was just like, Woo. I was like, why? Once, once again, <laughs> I get it. But if all of these things that are true where she feels like she's really been blackballed Mm -hmm. and she really has, you know, this has really damaged her career. 
why would you expect her to be able to be calm and cool about it? Like, I feel like if she wasn't an angry black woman, which is what we put her in, if this was some guy who felt like he was being wrong, we'd be like, we wouldn't call it angry black person. We'd be like, they're passionate about it. They're hurt by it. They feel a little bit bitter, but we wouldn't be as dismissive. And you might disagree with that, but I feel like in my heart of hearts, I feel like you would view it so much different if it wasn't coming from her. That's very Especially possible. being that based on her comedy career, when she first started her comedy career, it was almost like she was the big chick that was mad at all the skinny women. So she she her her whole stick was being bitter and angry. So now when we hear it bitter and angry, we're just like, uh, that's really who you are. Yeah, I mean, and I think that you're very right on that. It's just to me, to, I, I see it to be sad because I mean, I agree. Be- because I think that she probably was blackballed, but I also feel like if you're blackballed, you're either going to do one of two things, you know, you're either going to kind of go out and go on a spree and let everybody know you blackballed, which she's or, doing, or, <laughs> or you're just going to just not talk about it, which she ain't which doing. is what like what Unviv did for a yeah. long time. Yeah, and you know, and the thing about that That's is... That's bad like, that we're calling her Aunt Viv. I know she got a name, and I cannot for the life of me think of what her name is. Janet Hubert. Janet, <laughs> her name is Janet. Okay, there we go. Janet Hubert. And, and like, and you know the thing, when she explained what happened to her, like, I feel bad for her. Like, really. You know, she was going through some stuff. She was pregnant. You know, she had a husband who won't work in all this other stuff, you know, she was going through, she was going through some things. So like, I get it. And he was like, I was just immature and I didn't understand. And I was like, also, that's not the case with Monique. People understand. I think you just kind of go. But but do they understand? Because like, I don't feel like you truly understand. Like why she's so upset. No, I do understand. I mean, I've been blackballed before. So I'm, I'm like, just saying, I get but it. your whole argument started with you ain't worth no five million dollars. And and I feel like that's a dismissive statement. Like that's that's you didn't see the point. You're right. She isn't. But the reason she isn't isn't because of her talent, her accomplishments or her work. It's because one person had the power and ability to just say she's difficult to work with and everybody cut her out. I don't think she's five because there's only in, in in Black Hollywood for a long time now. It's growing now. It's it's well, becoming yeah. a little more expansive. But for a long time, if Tyler Perry or Lee Daniels didn't want nothing to do with you, yeah, where were you gonna go? Yeah. <laughs> I just for me, I don't think she's funny. And to be honest with you, even I've if you had... don't think she's funny, her like I said, she j- she came off winning an Oscar and then didn't get any other role. <laughs> I mean, you know, and to be honest, that's just me not knowing she won an Oscar. Because once again, <laughs> I've never seen Precious. And I so I can't sit here and say that she was awesome in that movie. I don't have that experience. Because to me personally, I just haven't seen it. I, I've not had a want to see it. So it didn't really say, you know, you know, she was really good in it. I can't say that. And, but yeah, for what if, if you my if experience you ever- if you yeah. ever get time to watch that movie, like the movie is just, eh. I mean, like I, I thought the movie was highly overrated because um, complexion, you know, black people supporting black people, you know, I, I thought it was just a 
B movie that we turned into an A because it was ours. But her role in that movie was was awesome because it was so tragic that it it just it was heartbreaking that she was actually like that in the movie. Like it fits so many stereotypes, but not only stereotypes, it fit a whole bunch of things that people have seen. Like she was a woman that became she was so relatable and her dysfunction, her anger, her bitterness, you know, all the things that we attach to her as a person now because one person said it. But like she was all those things perfectly in the movie. I thought I thought it was one of the most brilliant performances of the last 20 years for any actor or actress. Awesome. No, I mean, it was good. Yeah. I mean, I just haven't had a want to see it. I don't think that's the type of movie I would watch anyway. Like I would make myself watch or want to watch. So it's like, so for me, and, and when it's all said and done, you're really not worth anything until somebody pays you that. Like, cause real, real talk. And, and, and there's the problem, Ruben. Like w- w- you're missing the point because she's only worth, not worth that. And she's only not paid that because one person had the ability to make a sentence because Amy Schumer got more from Netflix than her. And Amy Schumer is not funny at all. At all. People people who are Amy Schumer fans don't think she's funny. Like it's almost like they watch it because it's a train rack of comedy. Like it's 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 got like two funny moments masked in a whole bunch of uncomfortable sexual references about her being a white woman that likes having sex with black guys occasionally. Like, and after that, like there's no depth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. That's kind of how it is. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, I, you know, for me, I just think that I think that's. I'm not gonna say she's like one of the greatest comedians. And I'm sorry. Of all let time. me stop criticizing people for something I can't do. Amy Schumer's not my taste, so maybe and somebody thinks it's, she's see, hugely that's the, and that's the way, <laughs> and that's the way I feel about Monique. Monique is not my taste, so it's like, I mean, as far as her being whatever on the set. I don't know nothing about that, you know. And it, if if Lee Daniels did come out and say, "Well, she's horrible to work with," or whatever, that's messed up, you know. That's messed up on his behalf because when it's all said and done, you are you sh- or you excuse me, you should be. If somebody's in your movie and they're good, you should probably back them in some form or fashion. Just like if you do a good job at your job. Somebody should give you the pat on the back. I mean, it's, it's, one, it's one of the reasons why, you know, even if I'm not a huge fan of all of Tyler Perry's stuff, I'm really a huge fan of Tyler Perry, the person, because he's all about putting people on. Yeah, I like him better than other stuff that he doesn't direct. But that's just me. I mean, I'm not a Medea fan whatsoever. But see, Medea is a stage play, man. Like, and, yeah, and but the other on stage, it was fun. I actually saw the stage play before, like, the movies came out. So, like, yeah. But the, I guess what I'm saying is, the good thing about the the Medea movies was it wasn't Medea, even though a lot of people think she's funny. He, she, is funny. That situation, but it's more or less um, the stories around Medea. Yeah, that's what's that's the positive about that and that's what he does well with that except for Boo and Medea Halloween 1 and 2 there was nothing positive about either one of those movies never seen either one of them man. please don't, don't. please don't and, and I wasted that. so much time in life the first the first one <laughs> was awful that. and then they made another one it was terrible uh, 
It's all terrible. It's all I terrible. I take your word on it. I just wanted to stay married. That's all I'm saying. I, I mean, just, look, I feel you. I feel I you. I wanted to stay married. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> man. It's bad. What Tom Hanks say on the Jeopardy? If I can laugh, cry. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest black Jeopardy ever. Without question. I can watch it all day. Oh, man. That <laughs> blank lives matter. All right, Tom. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, my thing is, is this, I mean, I'm, I guess for me, I think she's, I, like you said, I think it's a messenger. She's bringing enough. She's bringing too much attention to it, but I think she should bring some attention to it. I just think she's, I think it's too much. That's just my personal opinion. And it has nothing to do with anything else except that if I liked her as as a comedian or an actor or whatever, I probably would have a different opinion. I just don't. I'm, I'm not nothing that she has done. I ever really thought was funny or good. But then again, I haven't seen Precious. Maybe I'll take some time to see Precious and see it for like what said, it is. I'm not. I'm not a tremendous fan of the movie Precious. I thought the movie was good, but I'm not. I don't think it's earth shattering. But her role was really good in that movie. Yeah, from what I understand, Precious was like the earth-shattering movie. It was like Star Wars. And I'm just like... Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I go that far with the movie. I, I do think her performance was so good that I can understand why somebody would put the movie in a high regard just because of her performance. Okay. Not agree with AG? that. I'd agree with that. I mean, because I mean, I'm kind of... Well, I tried to ask a question, but you guys are really into it. The only thing I'm saying was I heard about the Steve Harvey issue. But I know nothing about it. Why does she blast him on his own show? So for, they were because he was pretty much trying to. They were talking about it. Talk, first of all, talking about what? Talking about the situation. OK. When she what? was mad at Netflix. And I, th- I think he was trying to say that um, there's a better way to go. about. She, yeah, this. she was going about it the wrong way. Like, yes. hey, instead of you being out here screaming and being mad about it, there's another way to go about it. Yeah. OK. And so. Okay, she now now I remember. Now okay, so that's yeah. all stemming from the Netflix thing. Yeah, yeah. she she didn't want to hear that. And okay. It well, literally on his own show, she's like blowing up, and I'm just kind of like. I mean, but she went on a tour of blowing up because she blew up on the Breakfast Club talking to Charlemagne, which. I know I you don't like Charlemagne, but I don't. Yeah, I don't like him either. But I thought she was completely out of line there too. Like just. Well, the only thing that I can think of as I'm hearing both of y'all, I understand where both of y'all are coming from. But for me personally, at some point, you have to stop perpetuating what people are saying about you to exactly. get anything done. So, and, and, and I agree with that. Because, because right now, I wouldn't touch her either, even if what Lee Daniels said was ridiculous. Because, because purely, I don't know, I'm not in the industry but I know what you show me. And every time I turn around, you are exactly angry black woman. And yep. after a while, it's not my responsibility to put up with you because you black. At some point, I'm going to tune you out. I'm just mad that she turned down $500,000. What did she turn down $500,000? The Netflix say, because yeah. Netflix offered her $500,000 to do a comedy special. And she was like, no, Chris Rock and all those guys got millions of dollars to do one. How dare you offer me five hundred thousand? I'm worth more than that. And I was just kind of like, I think Amy Schumer got like a mil or two mil, which was, yeah, jeez. Oh, but her following is a little different. It is. It is. 
And that's what Netflix cares about. That's all Netflix cares about. And, and yeah, that's why I thought she was kind of out of line for suing Netflix. It's like it's not Netflix's fault you got blackball, and maybe you don't get the respect that your accomplishments say you do. It's Netflix's job to make a profitable decision. <laughs> Yeah, and, and handle their business accordingly. So you know, you're mad. she was mad at the wrong person or the wrong entity. Yeah, and I mean, you know, just like Straight Outta Compton, he was like, "I do the work on the front, you'll pay me on the second. Well, my thing is this: there's two ways you can go about it. The first way is the way she went about it, which I don't think is cool because for me, it's like, okay, I have nothing to do, or I have something to do for half a million dollars I didn't have previously. I'm going to use this as a jump off to show people I'm not the angry black woman that I have been showing them for the last four years. Five and that's years. actually what Charlemagne suggested on The Breakfast Club, and she just took high offense to that. Yeah, she said she was basically too good for $500,000. I'm like, Lord knows I'm never going to be too good for $500,000. I would do a dog and pony show for $500,000, and I ate both. Well, all I'm saying is there have been white actors and actresses that have had to well, I'm not going to say that. They have had to humble themselves by taking roles f- that they didn't want for less money that they're u- than they're used to getting to rebuild their reputation. Right. It, to, it just to, happened. Exactly. To use it as, use it yeah. as a jump off to shed whatever bad reputation they built. And I feel like without knowing if Lee Daniels is actually correct. I feel like Monique is everything he's saying because that's what she's showing me. That's what you're saying. And that's yeah. all I need to know. Because even if I'm just the paying public, I don't mean anything. But there are people like me that have lots of zeros in front of a decimal point that can make or break you for real that are going, okay, I'm not in the mood for that. I'm not even going there. Because they have yeah, their she own... doing no favors. Because they have their own experience with people like her in their own past. And it's like, yeah, I remember that time. Yeah, I don't even want to deal with that. And if you're white, how do you handle a black woman when you can't do anything? You're defenseless in this day and age. Oh, hell no. You can't do anything about that. If a black woman say jump, you're going to say how high. Do you want to deal with that? Especially when this person is showing you that they're exactly what Lee Daniels is saying. Nah, you don't want to deal with that. She's not helping herself. Even if it's not true, she's not helping herself. That's all I I can see. Yeah, Chris Rock had to basically make a movie about absolutely nothing in order to get himself out there. And he still stayed on Saturday Night Live for another five years after that. That would be CB4. And I mean, you know, he did that movie himself. So it was like, I don't know. Like but, I said, man, sometimes you just have to, you know, you have to do what you have to do to humble yourself to get to where you want to be. But if you're so angry, you can't see all you yeah. can be in the end is angry by yourself. Once again, uh, Kyrie Irving, man, she might be saying all the right things, but she's turned herself into the wrong messenger. Well, all, all she's got to do is one good thing and it'll erase all that other stuff away. And I've seen it happen time and again. I mean, I mean, look, Robert Downey Jr. Exactly. I mean, there's a whole bunch of people who've done that. Like Drew Barrymore. <laughs> Drew, Drew Barrymore yeah. had to do this. Her first role after being everything everybody said about her bad, she did Poison Ivy for no money, and it was like that was the jump off. And she hasn't looked back. Why? Why is Monique too good for that? I'm not saying that a half a million dollars is a lot of money to her, but it's still a paying gig, and it's still yeah. a lot of money. So we just out here in the streets just turning down a half a million dollars 
For real? I guess so. Man, I mean, do you know how many McDonald's quarter pounder with cheeses you can buy with that? For real? Come on, man. I just don't I don't I don't get that. I mean I or understand you can buy it. Some real food. Yo, I don't want real food. <laughs> Does it look like I want like real food? Like the McRib, food? son. The hey, McRib. Yo, I, I like fake pork, man. Yo. Man, the McRib is disgusting. No, it's not. Stop it. Yeah. Oh God. You're so blaspheming awful. right now. Yeah, yeah. Hey, don't say nothing. <laughs> Whatever. I was just saying, man, I just think that I understand what you're saying and you're absolutely right. I don't know if Lee Daniels was being Will Smith in that moment. But even if Lee Daniels decided to decided to hold his tongue and not say anything, based on what I'm seeing, it, somebody would have. So I'm like, she's at some point it's got to be her responsibility. She's got to make the change and compete. If you don't want to compete, shut your hole, which she's apparently not going to ever do. So this situation is going to continue to get worse. I just, I'm like, I, she's amazing. She is amazing at whatever she decides to do. But if people don't like you and then you're showing them why, yeah, I, I can't help you. So that's just my little opinion on what I've learned just in the last half hour and reading this article or whatever. But at some point, it's your responsibility to get better. Or you will and stay on, on top the bench. Of, go ahead. I'm or sorry. you will stay on the bench. Yep. And on top of all that, Coming to America 2 is going to be on Amazon in March. Ooh, so. nice. I don't all right, Moby. What's up? What'd you say, AG? Oh, no, I was just going to say that. I don't think we're ever going to go to the movies again. <laughs> I mean, you know. Maybe. Eventually. But why? It's cheaper to watch it at home. Well, it's that so, time with Moby. So what's up, Moby? Yeah. I mean, you, you led me in with coming to America too. You know how much I'm, I'm really not a fan of the fact that they're doing another one of these. Like, what? Did you hear about the story behind it? No. I'm just not a fan. Come like on, some, man. Some, class, wanna... some classics should just be plastics by themselves. Akeem's, Let it sit. He's coming back that. to America, man. You're not wrong. He's coming back. I mean, look, it, look, I'll be the first person to admit if it's good, and I'll be like, hey, that was great. But like, if they mess it up, I'm just going to be upset, man. Like, they, You're ruining a piece of my my childhood, my life. That's, that It's a sacred place. It's like, if, it's like if they said they wanted to do a Harlem Nights, too. Like, I'd be like, no, yeah. man, just, yeah. let, just let that be great. Yeah, just I let get that, that be the cult classic of greatness. I get that. But I'm saying, <laughs> man, it's just like, don't you want to go to get a McRib at McDowell's? Come on, man. McRib is so disgusting. I don't, I don't, the idea of a McRib Ugh. turns my stomach. <laughs> I'm about to throw up on my mic right now. <laughs> and the fact that y'all led into my segment with coming to America too and a McRib, like, I feel like y'all just completely disrespect me. Like, I almost don't even want to do this. Like, <laughs> Man, I didn't mean to disrespect you. I will not talk about a McRib in your presence again. <laughs> not in mine either. That thing's disgusting. Well, your family, right, I get to I get to say anything I want to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, you know, Mo's family, too. Now, I get to say anything I want to both of y'all. So, you know what? I'm just going to respect y'all and not say anything about the McRib. No, nah, I mean, you, you can talk about the McRib all you want, but don't leave me in with the McRib. Like, like, no, okay, I get that. I get it. Like, I don't want to, <laughs> you know you what? I'm sorry. About the McRib? Nah, nah, not at oh, all. Okay. Just I'm actually sure. about to talk about something that's probably going to be shocking to you. Okay. But, um, so... It um, has been brought to my attention via the World Wide Web that Cardi B was, I think, named Woman of the Year. Oh, of what? I, let me pull it back up because, like, you know, I'm not. Woman of what on, year? 
Apparently this 2028? year. 2028? Hey. No, 2020. She was she, she was given an award. By who? Essence? Um, was it Essence? Billboard named Cardi B Woman of the Year. There you have it. Well. So, um, and the response to this has been, you know, really, really mixed. And fair unfair that's how people feel now you know the point of this segment is to tie this into something that ain't got nothing to do with so i'm gonna do that so people's really big beef with cardi b women woman of the year they're like yo how you um have the marital problems that she whatever support supposedly has and you make a song called wap and (laughs) you're the 2020 woman of the year now i think that is highly hypocritical and here's why making music about sexually illicit things is nothing new i mean prince made a career out of it it's nothing new about it the only thing i have a problem with this generation is about is i really feel like they're minimizing their money and what i mean by minimizing their money is i'm not saying don't make sexually referenced songs i'm saying be smart enough to make a sexually referenced song that can be played in the disney movie because throughout the history of time that has actually happened let me tell you one um cutting crew i just died in your arms tonight a lot of people don't know that's a sneaky one i'm that's waiting a for sneaky this one. one i'm waiting for this but one. um i just died in your arms tonight is actually a french slang term la petite la petite wart which is a french term for orgasm so the song right. was really I just died in your arm. Must have been something you said. Must have been the kiss. Wow. I will your arm never tonight. hear that song the same again. Hey man, Stranger wow. Things played it. Isn't a Str- Stranger Things soundtrack. Now, let me tell you another let me tell you a song that was about a guy proposing a one night stand to a woman that has been played in Despicable Me, um, Bumblebee, that awful Transformer movie, one the bad. SpongeBob movie, Teen Titans movie. Aha, take on me. Take That's on, a one nice thing now. on me. You have take never listened to the lyrics, me. and that is awesome. That let me pull the lyrics up. But the song I is literally a guy asking a female for a one night stand. He is correct. Knew that. <laughs> and once you hear the lyrics just spoken, you will never hear the song the same again. AG looks like his mind is blown. <laughs> well, see, number one, the uh, way okay. the, so yeah, he approaches go ahead, her and he says, "We're talking away. I don't know what I'm to say, but I'll say it anyway. Today's another day to find you shying away, but I'll be coming for your love. Okay, going into the hook, take on me." He's proposing, and then he gets more aggressive as the song goes on. Take me home. Look. In the beginning, the first hook, it says, I'll be gone in a day or two. So basically, he's saying, hey, jump up on this thing because I'm about to be about. And by the last time they say the hook, he says he'll be gone in a day. So he's shortened the timeline. He is increasing the pressure on this woman for having uh, an adult-like relationship with him for one night. I mean, look, so needless to say, I'm odds and ends, but I'm stumbling away, slowly learning that life is okay. Say after me, it's no better to say, it's no better to be safe than sorry. 
he is literally trying to negotiate with her about not being so hesitant on engaging in this one night stand. Wow. And this song has been played in Disney movies and nobody ever hears it because they made a cute little cartoon video about it. So it's been played in Disney movies. So when people are attacking people like Cardi B about saying, oh, she's making all these sexually explicit songs and how can she be woman of the year? No, I'm not complaining about any of that. I'm saying, hey, y'all need to get a little bit more creative in your lyrics. So then your song can be played in Disney movies and you can be making money forever. Because AHA has been making so much money off of one song when this dude was just trying to hit this girl one time. And he they've made a career off of it. Yep, true. Now that I know what it's about. And remember in the video where he's throwing himself against the wall and then she's throwing him against the wall and stuff like that? Mm. She's trying to get him solid. So... You know, okay. He's drunk. And then at the last verse, he says, you're all the things I've got to remember. You're shying away, but I'll be coming for your love anyway. Look, in the Me Too era, these lyrics can't even work. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you ain't wrong. So the next next time somebody's complaining about um, this WAP, or talking about Megan the Stallion or talking about any of these sexually explicit lyrics, just go, nah, man, don't get mad at them for having sexual lyrics. Get mad at them for not being clever enough to hide it so they can make money off it forever. And that's all I got, man. That's amazing. <laughs> he, he's destroyed part of my childhood. Just, just gone. <laughs> because How do you I, not I mean, ever know that? Well, Nobody I, ever listens to the lyrics to that song, man. Well, number Nobody one, I'll, ever does. I'll tell you why. Number one, the, the hook is too strong. Yep. So the verses don't really matter. See, but the thing is, the hook is actually the main giveaway. Yeah. But if you don't attach the lyrics to it, it just sounds like a cute little well, hook. Again, like I said, <laughs> the verses didn't take, matter. Because now when you listen to the lyrics, you understand what he means by take on me. I realize <laughs> that. But the other, the, but the other thing that I, but the other thing that, uh, that helps you not really put two and two together is the mix. The and lyrics are little, the da, 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 lyrics in the da, da, verse da, da, are buried da, da, da. in the mix, and his voice is so high pitched. You don't really, you really, unless you're a, a fan. Because I always listen passively because I'm not an Aha fan. I mean, everybody likes the song because it's catchy. But if I'm uh, correct, I, but I, I do know for a fact that if a melody and a hook is catchy, you will sing anything, even if you don't know what they're really talking about. So now yep. that I really understand it, it's like, oh, wow. The dude says, take me home, like multiple times. Well, it, I'm telling I'll you. I'll be what, gone in a day or two. Okay. this What I'm trying to tell you is this. No, I know what I, you're saying. I, I can listen funny. to a commercial about a, um, a washer and dryer here, old dirty bastard. The hook is too strong not to hear it. All that's all I'm saying. If, if you're not, if you're, if, there are a lot of middle-aged or older white folks now that are Wu Tang fans and don't know it. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And the same thing here. And so once they understand where that song really comes from, and it's not laundry, they're gonna be like, "Oh my God, I was listening to." Yes, the melody was too strong, the hook yeah. is too strong, and you're singing something that you otherwise would not sing. 
and that's, that's all, all I'm saying. And just instead of instead of just trying to make this quick money, like get a little bit more clever so you can make that forever money. Exactly. See, now we're talking about laundry and not <laughs> see and see whoever is in charge of his estate is getting paid all over again, just like Mo said. Gotcha. But I'm just letting you know exactly why from a physical standpoint, you know, when you bury something in the mix and you have the right voice and stuff like that, you don't know what's going on. You don't. Hey, man, R. Kelly hid his whole lifestyle. There it is. And his lyrics. But he was really masterful. And yeah, he, you know. I mean, he, he threw it in our face for a long time and we just didn't want to hear it. 12 play. Yeah. Hmm. He's just extending foreplay. No, he's saying how old he wants you to be, bro. Like 12 play. Well, it seems like you ready. Yeah, he's saying, yeah, the law might not it say you ready. Like but you it ready. seems like you ready. He wrote age ain't nothing but a number. Not to him, it isn't. <laughs> and going down ain't nothing but a thing. Well, all I'm saying is sometimes the lyrics, they, they're, they're not the lyrics. He don't but, see nothing wrong. Well, with a, a little, little bit of grind. grind. When the, when the melody is strong, you will sing anything unknowingly. You just will. And you can't stop it. Even once you understand what's going on, the melody is still too strong. You can't stop singing it anyway. Age ain't nothing but a number and love ain't nothing but a thing. <laughs> I mean, that's is. not the word, but okay. <laughs> wow. All right. That was good. Thanks. That's one of your Thank best you, ones. Be. That was good. This guy. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, man. Hey, man. Disney's a smut machine. I'm a smut machine now. <laughs> so, it is time for the most famous. Um, nah, not really. The most famous part of our show is the my five. We got an easy my five this week. So, oh, I'm ready to go. In honor of Thanksgiving. We are my five this week is very simple. It is basically we talked a couple weeks ago about Thanksgiving and what we like about Thanksgiving, what we don't like. And the kids table. And the kids table. Funniest thing ever. Oh my god, it was so funny. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. <laughs> so this year we're gonna get into the nook and cranny of it. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah, I saw. So name your top five Thanksgiving food sides. Which is other than the main course, not the turkey, not the chicken, not the meat, or the tofu or whatever. But also, I, with those five, I want you to name another side that you hate. Ag, you sound hungry. I'm always you. hungry, brother. But uh, yeah, I got my stuff because this All is right, the easiest go. my five ever. Yeah, I, I agree. It's gonna be a lot of overlap here. Yeah, it probably is. Yes. So number one, I got gravy. Oh. Because gravy goes on every other thing I'm gonna put down on this list. I don't know gravy is a thing by itself. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say I ain't know. I, ain't know, I feel like that's cheating. Like you, that ain't cheating. Condiment. Like you use the condiment. Yo, if we ever have Thanksgiving all all of us together, you are gonna find out how much that ain't cheating. I guess now nah, with nah, some gravy, buddy. That dude, you gotta get gravy by himself. He hey, gets man. his own gravy bowl. Yo, it's sick. Yeah, hey, it's my list. Stop it. <laughs> Dressing. Mac Isn't that cheese? the same thing? What? Gravy? Gravy That's... and dressing. No. Dressing like stuffing, like you like. Yeah, stuffing. Oh, okay. I call it stuffing. Well, it's stuffing if it's in the turkey. If it's not, it's dressing. Didn't know that. Okay. You know now. Uh, mac and cheese, potato salad, mashed potatoes. What I cannot stand is when somebody puts some beets 
on a table. <laughs> that, that at this age, I will slap you if you put beats on. I'm just gonna let y'all know. Both of y'all have blown me already. This dude said tofu earlier. And first of all, I show up to anybody Thanksgiving and they got tofu. I'm out. Like, bro, I'm at the wrong place. Come on, man. You gotta I'm free your mind. Of, you don't want to free your mind? For the, I free my mind. Day. I free myself from that that location too. Like, <laughs> I was just trying to. I was trying to be respectful for those who don't eat eat of the meat. My wife's daughter will tofu not. She, she does a tofurkey, and actually, tofurkey tastes pretty good. But yeah, for Thanksgiving, it better be some meat. Truth. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said better be. It's, it's, it's just us, Ag. It's just us. You ain't got to say that. That tofurkey was good. You ain't got to say it. Like you, you ain't got no. You ain't got to lie for the boys. Man. You ain't got to lie, Craig. Because like, ain't no, ain't no future in your front. <laughs> you ain't no. got to lie to be there. Okay, no, here's the backstory on how I know this for real. I, I dated. I a, assume you ate some. Not well, yeah, because I dated a woman. Um, you could have ended the story right there because I was dating a woman. Yep, and, there it was. Well, see, yeah, that's the. Got I'm it. telling you, when I date people, I generally get my mind blown. And so she had. She went to a. Uh, a so uh, many ways that could have went. But it didn't go there. Why don't you stop? Why, why are you 12 years old right now, bro? Anyway, because, like because I said, just make a part, man. You can't be doing it. Anyway, like I said, she was going to a. I accompanied her to a health food expo in Washington D.C., and so she had to get samples for the store that she was uh, she was working at. One of the samples that I tried was a tofurkey, and I was like, "What?" And so I said, "You know what? I'm gonna give this a chance." And I'm telling you. This particular tofurkey, I've had other ones and they're awful. This particular one was dope and it was really good. Now, would I eat that in lieu of a turkey for Thanksgiving? No, but I'm not going to sit here and say it's not good because it was. All right. How fine was this girl you dated? She was cute. I like how you looked away to say it. No, I looked away because my phone was ringing. But what I'm saying (laughs) to you is she was cute. She was not. She, she, she's not nearly as gorgeous as my wife. But the bottom course, line we, was, yeah, we'll, we'll get, we'll we get that out that. of the way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, but again, I'm she, just saying on retrospect, like if she, if she looked like Joanna, man, would you have tried that to first? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, really, bro, Joanna, man. I'm just saying, like, would you have tried that, Tofurky? <sighs> okay. Because I realize that hormones and, and, you know, youthful exuberance will make you try a lot of stuff that ain't really in your wheelhouse. Well, so I just need to know. Hey, like, man, I'm saying that, that Hamilton is in, wasn't in my wheelhouse till I saw it. And it took a woman to get me to see it. So all I'm saying is. But she was fine, right? Well, that will be my wife. And yes, she is. I was about to say. Oh, like, there I'm you go. There you go. That was I mean, wife. Yeah, I mean, I would, look, look, if I was the type of dude that would want a Juana man, then yes, I would have ate it because I'm into Juana man. So she's got me in this this atmosphere. So I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna support her fully. So I'm gonna say, hey, I'll try it. If I don't like it, I can tell you I don't like it. But if I don't like it, I don't like it. But this time, I liked it. In fact, I have never forgotten how good it tastes to this day. So when he said tofurkey, I knew exactly what he meant. 
Now, I will say again, this particular look at him, man. Come on, man. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you, if if y'all I can't even remember the company because Nobody's I'm just, judging you, AG. Nobody's I don't really care you. if no, y'all judge me or not. I'm because I, <laughs> no, because, because see, I like the McRib, so I don't even really care if I'm getting judged or not. You know, that's a very good point, because that thing is trash. I love so, it. I, every a few five, what is it, five or ten years they come out with it, I love it. But what I'm <laughs> saying to you is <laughs> There are many companies that do tofurkey, and there's only one that does it right, as far as I'm concerned, because I've had some that are awful. How but long ago was that? This has got to be 15 how years had, ago. How you've been privy to have so many different types? Like, what do you mean? I mean, when you, I'm telling you, man, when you date a woman that's in the health food industry, or you get a, you get a taste for a lot of things. How long ago was this? Um, double digits. Yo, yo, you've been. I mean, the moment was probably double digits, yeah. Okay, that's fine. All right. Like I said, man, it was good stuff. Yeah, I'm going to let you have that one. That's you. <laughs> that's all you. You're going to have that tofurkey, bro. <laughs> it's all good, babe. Yeah, uh huh. I'm telling you, man, it was, it was that, that particular company did it right. It was pretty yep. good. Yep. Like I said, I'm gonna let you have that. Okay. We can move on now, cause that's. Uh, I mentioned beets, and I got beat up for tofurkey. Really? Because really? I don't like beets. I, I, already, I already acknowledged the beets thing, cause like my man said tofu, and then you said beets. So I was just like, yo, those are two things that if those are pr- predominant things on the Thanksgiving table, I'm in the wrong spot. Like I'm just saying, like I'm I'm gonna look at the re- table and I'm gonna go. I'm going to have to respectfully decline your offer for nourishment <laughs> for the moment. And I will refrain from disrespecting this table by exiting. <laughs> well, you know what? The other thing, too, I do have a story about the beats when I was young. And I don't know if this ha- No, this is on Who my dad's side. bringing the beats, man? Somebody be bringing the beats. That you know, first of all, beats. The only thing I think about when I think about beats is that show, Doug, because the band that they listened to was called The Beats. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, like, I don't even know if I've actually seen Beats at a table before. Like, <laughs> no, but what I'm no. saying was, what happened to me was I saw the Beats, but what I thought it was, because the color was close, I thought it was cranberry, this cranberry sauce. Like, you know, when you get into the can, it's got a cylindrical shape to it. So when you slice it, it looks like Beats. So I thought in my youth, I was like, oh, somebody got some cranberry sauce. So I was like eating my food or whatever, thinking I was going to get some cranberry sauce. So, you know, I put the gravy on the dressing or whatever. I was getting ready to go in. So I had like two or three of the little slices. Right. And people started looking at me like. And he liked beets. And it's my mother. He liked beets like that. And I said, I think they had this kind of like thing going on where they didn't think that I knew what I was doing, but they were going to let me try it anyway. Cause you know, that's how adults are cruel. And so I, the, you know, I was eating around it, eating around it for So I finally got around to it. Cause I had the fir- perfect combo, right, man. First of all, I should have known something was wrong when it was hard. It wasn't like cranberry sauce. And then I put it in my mouth. And I was like, Oh man, it, it was an experience. I would rather not forget. I would rather forget, but I can't. So I'm just letting you know, beats bad experience. Beats. Who be bringing the beats, man, for Thanksgiving? Somebody did. Appear- Somebody did. Somebody. No, did. they keep appearing. I don't Every know. Every year those things appear. I, think I don't it, know where they come from. I mean, from. maybe if you Google it, it's a, maybe it's a Thanksgiving thing. But I'm telling you, no, man, I'm talking about at our Thanksgiving, man. Them things appear, and I don't be knowing who be bringing it. Well, somebody that doesn't have anything better to do besides be cruel. That's yeah. who brought. That's who, that's who brings it. That ish is nasty. 
Well, I'm telling you, beats are awful, bro. Thanksgiving beats, any kind of beats. Wednesday night beats. Ugh. <laughs> no. All right, Moby. Please don't say beats. <laughs> nah, you gotta worry about that. I ain't never even seen those at no Thanksgiving table my around my way. Um Well, the first thing I got is stuffing. Um then of course mac and cheese. Um, because I don't really get to eat it that often, mac and cheese has a special place in my heart. But also the next thing, cornbread. Ooh, bruh. Nice. Bruh. Nice. And I ain't talking I ain't talking about no jiffy. I'm talking about the real thick yes. cornbread that Pride you gotta really, that you gotta get it cut in sections. Yeah. And then you gotta measure those sections out perfectly because you ain't trying to have your cousin cheat you and give you that little <laughs> corner end piece. Like, nah, bro, we gotta measure these junks out evenly. And you got to put the butter on it right when it come out of the oven so it melts on top of it and soaks into it. Because if, if you don't put no butter on it, that thick thing, you have indigestion for weeks. Because that <laughs> cornbread, like, six feet thick. Yeah, that's that, I need that in my life. You need that in your life? That, corn, that cornbread that when you have all that gravy and stuff left on your plate, you just drag the cornbread and all that saucy goodness and eat it. Yeah. Hey, there's that gravy again, Ruben. I told you, the gravy game. Hey, yo. <laughs> My gravy game is fire. I don't know about his, but I'm just saying gravy, yo, the center of my, my life. My other bro. thing, my other thing is the, the the yams, and and when the yams are made right, when you got the sweet potatoes and you got that thin layer of like marshmallow or something on it, with yeah, that's oh, kind of dope, man, bro. Does it's it's dessert during dinner? Like that's <laughs> that's crazy for a diabetic to think about dessert during dinner. <laughs> Yeah, just so disgusting, man. So disgusting, man. Are you, you what in the tripping. world is wrong with you, man? Come you on, are man. Rip it, man. He is preaching to you right now. You just don't want it. You need Jesus right now, boy. <laughs> and the last one I got is the green beans, but not not just not just no plain green beans. Like you know, my family they soup the green beans up, so you got to cut up potatoes in it. You yeah. might have some thick chunks of ham in it. There you so go. when you take green beans, like you you can fool yourself into thinking you eating healthy, but really it's just a spoonful of cholesterol and high <laughs> blood pressure. But you got it masked in green beans, so you can still feel good about yourself. Like yo, I eat good. I had half a plate of green beans. Like oh you just God. ignore the fact that it was full of like potatoes, ham. Like you don't. Don't even pay attention to that. Like it was green beans, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> you lie to yourself, good, don't you? Hey, man! Like especially on Thanksgiving, <laughs> you're going <on> right. <laughs> wow. All right. Ooh, and the thing that I don't like is the thing that you mistook for beets. Man, I don't like. I don't mess with cranberry sauce, man. Like oh, for just, real, though? not at all, man. And you know what? I noticed that the cranberry sauce was always at the kids' table. And I'm like, man, I think you got to think for them kids. I think you got to think about kids' tables, man. I that cranberry sauce got, like, how come we can't get none of the good dishes? The only thing that's consistently at the kids' table is the cranberry sauce and the additional biscuits and rolls. That's the only thing the kids' table got, like, full reign over. Cranberry sauce and additional rolls. If you want anything good, you got to get up and go to the other room and hope that them old folk ain't taking all of the macaroni and cheese and you're like bro you like you you already got problems going to the bathroom like why are you eating all this macaroni and cheese man let, let the youthful people get constipated don't, don't you be constipated man i think you got ptsd man hey man i've been at that kid's table in like 20 years but i remember man I, I never forget where i came from you know what i'm saying like wow. <laughs> 
so much. Back here. Def- definitely on the show, we need to have psychiatrists and have them because clearly we all got some pinup stuff going on. Uh, Woo, the kids' table. Hey, man. I'm telling you, man, he got PTSD behind that kids' table. And for I'm, real. I'm going to be real, man. I really had thought about that kids' table a lot for years until you brought it up a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Same, man. I was like 25 when I finally got off that kids' table, man. Like, and I mean, I ain't saying, I ain't saying it to be funny, man, but you know, I mean, people had to die for me to get to that table. <laughs> That's why I appreciate it so much, man. I remember all those that came before me, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Uncle Junior gone. Like, I remember Uncle Junior, Uncle Thomas. Look, man, I'm I'm eating all this for you. <laughs> oh, God. I can't do it. Oh, God. There's so much. So much to unpack. I need to find a psychiatrist to come on the show, I'm man. Just, I'm just saying, man, you got, you know, you got to remember those that came before you, man. You know, we need, we need to get you to lay down in the Show chair the so that lay down, down the foundation so that I could be fat at this table. <laughs> All those people that got high blood pressure, cholesterol <laughs> from this very food. Like I pay tribute to them <laughs> by trying to contribute to my high blood pressure <laughs> and cholesterol <laughs> on this day of the year. <laughs> wow. All right. Wait a I don't know how I'm gonna follow this one. You can't. This, this is gonna be rough. Anything you say is just gonna like whatever. Let's <laughs> get mine real quick out the way because you know. So uh, what I like, I like stuffing. I like mashed potatoes. I like, I like green beans. I do like the collard greens too. I'm a fan of collard greens. Okay. And one thing nobody really said. Yo, Thanksgiving desserts for the most part. Well, are you dope. said sides. You didn't say desserts. I was wondering about well, that. Well, I mean, myself. it's the same thing. I, no, they're I not. See it. Same thing. They're not the same thing. You got to say desserts it is today. You know if what? You can say if you can say gravy is a side. I can say desserts is a side. I mean, I gotta, I gotta, gotta ride with Ruben on that. If you can say gravy is a side, he he can throw up a sweet potato pie in there. I just say sweet. Potato <laughs> the only pie. thing I'm saying, I is was just I, saying you could. That's your prerogative. Yeah, I'm you just saying. I wish he would have said we could have said yeah. desserts because this, is, I could have put like, yo, come on, man, my I mean, mom's sweet potato pie. Yeah, I, come on, man. Man. I said yam, I coconut said yam. pie. But see, yours, like yours that, didn't man. count because yours is actually a side because, like you said, it's dessert during dinner. First so, of all, yams are disgusting. But we're not getting into that right now. You're talking about coconut pie. Oh, you gonna tell oh, me yams is where are you tripping? Lemon chest pa- pound cake. Oof. Okay, pound cake. I'll ride with you on the pound. Yeah, cake. get your fingers all greasy. Woo. Or chocolate cake. Yeah, you lost. Sometimes, me, you lost and me. when somebody makes a German chocolate cake, my diabetes going up to four hundred. I feel like your blood sugar just rose when you talked about it. Like, I, <laughs> yo, I remember last time I had German chocolate cake, man. Like, I don't remember the last time I had German chocolate cake, man. It's the best of all the worlds. It's chocolate. It's got coconut. It's got pound cake. And it looks like meat. So it's, it's awesome on so many you levels. You say it looks like you. It's my complexion. It's a little darker to me. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave that alone. Yeah, yeah whatever. Because y'all... y'all I hate all y'all. Sorry. <laughs> You're the one that said it, bro. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Right. I don't even know why they call it German chocolate cake. Is it from Germany? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it might be a German-based recipe. One would assume. I don't know. I'll have to check that out. Hmm. Hmm. All right. So, <sighs> things we've learned today. 
one that we kind of as a group we kind of halfway like Monique but she wrong for what she doing two AG hates hates beats with a passion <laughs> three the saga of the kids table will continue <laughs> he needs some counseling and, y'all <laughs> and four I need to have a guest on the show who is a licensed counselor because I think we all need some later down time on the show. <laughs> some lay down time. <laughs> I'm just saying, I did, I did go to school for that, but you know. Yeah, but you can't talk to yourself. That's a little crazy. We all I talk to ourselves. Try. We all talk to ourselves. Yeah, but I don't, you know, not as a professional. No. Well. So, all right, AG. What else we got? Well, what else on your mind? I was watching a movie called The Take with Idris Elba and whoever saw that. Have you? Oh, you seen it? Mm-hmm. Is it good? Because I've been. It keeps popping on my. I Netflix think it's good. Yeah, it's pretty. Good. It's a little action thing. Right. You kind of understand what's going on, but I think that the backdrop is makes it pretty good too. So yeah, check it out. But I was watching it, and as the movie was developing, um, I figured out one thing that we're not saying about either side of the election and what I think is truly happening. And this is with any situation where a lot of people are involved and they, they are of opposing sides. And as a, there's a hush over it until one thing happens and it blows up. Well, I'm watching this movie and I hate to tell it cause I don't want you to, you know, to have a ruined experience when you do see it but anyway I'm watching this movie and it's just like you have one side that is manipulating a situation for a cause so they can have an effect and have their agenda go down the way they want it to and so I'm sitting there thinking I was like that's the one thing that we're not talking about through this whole election is the person who's pulling the strings and really making this thing happen while everybody else is fighting with each other. So if you have one side that is on the edge, you have another side that's in control or think they are in control, and then you have one puppet master just just putting flies in the ointment here and there to make both sides go to war, and nobody's looking. Because in peacetime is not necessarily the most lucrative time that you can have. So if I can get these two sides fighting, throwing a pandemic here or there where I couldn't control, or maybe you could, then I can cause all the things that need to happen for me to get paid. And furthermore, keep control over the things I need to keep control of. So what I'm saying through all of this is, yes, pay attention to the world, but understand that the people that you don't see are really running things, just stay awake. That's all I'm saying. Just stay awake. All right. Stay awake. Stay woke, people. Stay woke. Moby? All right, man. I wanted to find something positive about COVID this year. And and when I say positive about COVID, what I mean is something... That came out positive for me And Thanksgiving is going to be that positive Now I know a lot of people Are still gathering And having large Thanksgiving parties And whatnot, which I think is just Crazy But for many years 
Thanksgiving has become less and less of a family holiday. And what I mean by that is more stores have been open on Thanksgiving. There used to be a point in time where Black Friday was a thing because Thanksgiving, they were closed. And and as years gone by, Walmart, Target, Best Buy, everybody's open on Thanksgiving, almost to the point where the holiday is almost going away because families aren't really valued. When I say families aren't valued is like these people who are working at the stores, they have families too. So while they're manning a store, they have not been able to actually have Thanksgiving. So I hope all of those people who for the last couple of years have not been able to have a Thanksgiving will now at least be able to have one with their immediate family being at Walmart, Target, Best Buy, and all of these places have decided to not be open on Thanksgiving for whatever their reasons are, whether it's be due to COVID or it's due to just financial reasons, not wanting to staff them, whatever. I'm just hoping that people would at least get to enjoy Thanksgiving because I just felt like over the last couple of years, it's becoming less and less valued. You know, family time is becoming less and less valued because we're so capitalistic. We just want to make that money. So and the downfall is probably more crazy people out on Black Friday because they couldn't go out on Thanksgiving. But. You know, I'm going to take you know the time to say I'm so glad that a lot of these people that work in the retail world will at least get to have Thanksgiving. Hopefully they get to share it with their media family. That's Preach. it. Preach. Awesome. Awesome. So, oh, so many things on my mind. I just I'm not sure which one I want to use, but we'll just do this. So. Probably a negative part about this pandemic is movies. We can't go to the movie theater. We can't hang out and go to the movie theater. You know, we're forced to wait another year to see movies or shows. Thank you, Marvel and Disney Plus. However, I will say the one thing that is really awesome is that we're getting Wonder Woman 1994, 1984, excuse me, on Christmas. I thought the first Wonder Woman was awesome. I'm a fan, huge fan, huge fan. Um, so like, I feel like that's a Christmas gift to us, you know? So I say that, say this. All the negative things you can talk about, about what's going on. There are some positive things that are happening. And we just need to make sure we see the forest for the trees. Yes, we should still not forget it always strive to be better. But it's also okay to celebrate the small things, such as HBO Max has given us Wonder Woman 1984 for free if you have HBO Max. If you don't, I see you problem. Is it really free if you got to pay for HBO Max? I mean, uh, well, if you pay for HBO, <laughs> you get HBO Max for free. So that's on you. But you get you get to see a movie that should have been in theaters that you would have paid twelve dollars to go see. <clears throat> Not to mention if you're taking significant other or family, and you don't have to pay the extra thirty dollars that you did with Disney Plus if you wanted to see Milan early. So, I mean, yeah, it's about time we got something free, you know. But I say all that to say this: there. There are a lot of positive things that are going on in the world, and we just need to celebrate, regardless how big or how small. 
whether it's yes you know there's a vaccine coming or yes i got up this morning celebrate all of it because when we don't celebrate anything we become entitled and in this day and age it's really hard to become entitled man unless you live in a six million dollar house and you're not making any money and you talking crazy because you can and your significant other gonna be like that's okay i mean so like i'm saying everybody who get who listens to this show in any form or fashion hey look enjoy the small things enjoy the big victories but also enjoy the small victories because you never know when it could be your last victory and we don't want that but there's no reason to be sad when you should be happy now that's over i did see a really messed up so I saw a homeless person on the street and where I live at and they're holding signs because, you know, they're holding signs. And I have an issue with all that, especially when they're panhandling right under a sign that says, please don't give to panhandlers. They need to call this number because we have housing things for them, which is already the biggest whatever. So the dude's sign, white guy, he pretty much said something to the effect of, Will you please give some cheese for this poor cracker? I've seen that guy. And I've looked at it. Like, I was just like, (laughs) exactly, Moby. I did just like that. I felt... (laughs) (laughs) Slow clap. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I choked it a little bit. But I didn't give him no money. I mean, he won. He won the day with that sign. I give yeah. him that. He wins yeah. the day every day because I seen this. Day. <laughs> I almost took a picture. He works like, every corner around here. Yeah, it's, it's you know, but it's one of those things, man. Where I don't trust all that because I've seen some questionable stuff with that, which I'm not gonna get into right now. But I just figured that was a very interesting moment to Zen. You know, that dude's, I guess, trying to be happy. He's trying to be happy. He's living. He may be hungry, but he's trying to be happy that he's living. Because he made a sign and basically says, you know, basically give this poor cracker some money. I'm broke, I, but I still got a sense of humor. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like, well, you know, you can't be mad at that. So I just wonder how many people gave him money just for that sign. Clearly, he gets around have, with that I sign. I might have been tempted to. I'm, just, I'm not going to lie. I might have been tempted to. He's been I'm rocking not. it for about a year, so I'm sure it's pretty successful. Yeah, which probably means she's not for. But, you know, it is what it is. So, once again, another great episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening on woo, on Facebook and on Twitch. We're looking to expand our profile a little bit more. We are now, our, our podcast is now located on TuneIn and on iHeartRadio. Wow. We're expanding. We're expanding. We'll take over this joint. You got an Instagram page. We do. Yeah, there's a five minute warning Instagram page. You you didn't know that? It's your page, Dang. bro. Come oh, on, did Dang. I make that, man? It's really, bro? So much stuff. Yeah, man. It, man. You know what, man? You fired. You fired from your own show. You, you, you asked us to get you know put our social media platforms up there. You got. I made a dag on Instagram page for five. What do you mean? Warning. I'm looking for information from y'all anyway. Y'all didn't figure out. Y'all didn't. 
We'll talk about that off air. I just sent it. I just, I just created it, man. I'm look, man. Yeah, we'll we talk about the media world. Whatever, man. Yeah, nobody told you. It's scary out here, man. <laughs> <laughs> people following people and liking stuff and putting uh, pics up, man. <laughs> he said scary out here. <laughs> Jeez. What am I going to do with this guy? So, if you're listening to us live, our next show is on Friday at 9 on the platform that you're listening watching on. Um, if you are listening to the podcast, our podcast episodes, well, which pretty much is this, and we just put it in podcast format, will come out every Friday. So you won't miss nothing. You'll just get a little bit later than everybody else, and that's okay. If you're on our Twitch page, um, these record, so you can just go back and listen to it when you want. Other than that, you know, happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. Um, gobble, gobble, and all that. And I hope you get as much food as AG is probably going to get because AG looked like he hungry for Thanksgiving. I mean, I'm hungry I know for I'm anything, but yes, Thanksgiving. Beats. Yo, nah. come on, man. Why, you know what? Just because you have PTSD don't mean you had to remind me of mine, okay? <laughs> That's cold-blooded, man. That's cold. That was uncalled for. That's right. That's, I mean, you know, next time we're going to talk about a McRib for a minute. Man, just don't do it before my segment. Yeah, that's man. exactly like, why I'm gonna talk about it. Cause see, you being disrespectful <laughs> right now. So I'm had to watch hit you out back. for that karma, man. Because uh, next see? thing you know, you might be back at that kids table. <laughs> you see that? <laughs> hey, man, I'm hey, never man. going back. Hey, man, <laughs> never going back. Seven years into your adulthood, you're still. You just come on, man. I'm never going back to that kids table. Man. <laughs> so, so what are you gonna do if they tell you, you gotta go? <laughs> I ain't going. Who gonna tell me? Who gonna tell me? Who gonna check me, boo? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. So, on that note, thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you for being a part of the show. Um, we will see you once again on Friday or where you get all your podcasts. Tell a friend, tell an enemy, but just tell somebody. Thank you. Have a great evening. Deuces. You can send any questions or comments to FIVE. Minute Warning 19 at gmail.com. The five minute warning can now be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Breaker, Google Podcast, and Radio Public. Share, like, subscribe. You've been listening to the five minute warning with Ruben Brown. Search 5-Minute Warning on the Spotify app. Peace. Stay safe out there. But maybe I'll look it up and figure it out. So, is that is that pretty much, is that it, Moby? Is that Alice Johnson? Could be, I don't know. I don't know her name. But anything else, Moby? You good? I'm good. He's All snitching right. on everybody. Oh, you best believe it. <laughs> like Neil Brown. There's a whole Nino bunch of stitching going on after he gets out of, out of, out of the White House. That's going to be the Trust most me. interesting thing. It's not going to be the first 90 days of uh, Joe Biden's pres- presidency. It's going to be the first 90 days of Trump not being president no more. That's going to be very interesting. I promise you it is. Get my He's second gonna, second bag of popcorn ready. F- former President Donald J. Snitching. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
That, that's going to be an introduction to former president Donald J. Snitchin. Yo, man, that dude is going to so many jails. <laughs> Donald well, J. Try? Snitchin. Wait a minute. We can't move on yet. Donald J. Snitchin. I mean... If that was you, you'd do that too. <laughs> okay, we can move on now. That was hilarious. Oh my god! But if he went to jail, who would touch him? I think he would get touched. It's a whole lot of brown people in jail, player. Yeah. Yeah, but there's a whole lot of white people in jail too. Dang, dang. Well, it's more brown people than white people. He he better really get tied into that Aryan nation. That's what stuff I can say. That's what I can say. But I don't think he would go to like like regular jail. He would go to the special jail. What 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 jail could you go to if you're the you're a former president of the United States? Where could they put you? The jail at home. That ain't jail. That's like you're being right. that's like being under quarantine for the wrong. I don't know if any president has been to jail. Hell, Nixon didn't go to jail, and did Nixon not. did some stuff. He did, but he didn't go to jail. Yeah, but, see, right. but see, there's there's a big difference. Nixon didn't do anything that he, you know, he didn't caught he didn't get caught doing anything outside of politics. Where Donald Trump came in to the presidency with the with the demon dogs at his heels. There's a difference there. What what Nixon did, he did as the president. He did as a politician. So when he resigned and then Ford turned right around, and I'm sure Ford got a talking to, turned right around and pardoned him, Nixon was good. We're talking about a dude that was doing dirt before he was ever a politician. That's different. So when you say demon dogs, are you speaking of ones from Ghostbusters? Yeah, bro, I wasn't talking about that at all. But since we're going there now. Oh, okay. Are, are you satisfied now? Yes, thank you. Okay. All right. Can I say you big dummy? Can I say no. that? Okay. Just make sure. No, you kind of just did. But. I know. Wasn't it fun? <laughs> You know the cool thing is, I can mute his mic. I can see that. He didn't even know. It's see? all good. I got something for I, you. <laughs> I paid uh, He'll set my stuff up. It's going to be terrible. So, as far as what's on my mind, um, I'm ready for all this to be over. Like, I feel like as a, as a nation, we're like split but we're split because we believe one we believe a wannabe dictator's voice other than the facts and the science so one person means more than everything else is going on and I think that's the problem that I feel and you know when did <laughs> When do we start questioning science? When do we start, you know, saying, you know, the voting, the voting is not legit. I mean, we've gone, we've gone almost a month. We've gone over a month and we're still talking about that. This voter stuff ain't real. Get out of here with that, man. I ain't got time for that. It's, you know, just let it go. Some people win, some people lose, you know? And you, some people took an L. Just take your L and keep it moving. And then, you know, when it's all said and done, those people in Georgia, I feel bad for the Republican people who are running in Georgia in that Senate election. They taking the biggest L ever because, you know, the word is, well, you know, we don't trust, we don't trust the election. So why should we vote again? 
First of all, don't believe that crap they voted. They just trying to get you out your seat so you don't vote. Nah, but if you live in if you live in Georgia, you better go vote again. Because if you don't, I mean, we already we already got proven what two what at least one of them is like out out there crazy. And that's the um the female Senator Loeffler. Yeah, she her her views are already crazy. The, the other non representative? No, 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 no. She she made it. She was another place. She, oh, that's she right. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, she's Texas, right? Nah, it was Georgia. Oh, she made it though. But nah, Loeffler is the one who owns the Atlanta Dream WNBA team. Yeah. And her team pretty her much own, was right. her own team protest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because you know, hey, I got a I got a team full of you know eighty percent black people. So what I'm gonna say because it's intelligent is the Black Lives Matter movement is stupid or something to that effect. What? <laughs> like, I mean, that already tells you the amount of intelligence that she lacks. Because you know, let's just be real, Ag. If it's let's just say it's seventy five percent black people where you work, and your owner, the owner of the company you work for, comes out and say, "Yeah, the Black Lives Matter movement is stupid. It doesn't mean anything." And a lot of the people that you worked with was for the Black Lives Matter movement. You think there might be some protesting going on over that piece? It'll be a little bit of a problem. <laughs> I wouldn't. Problem. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't drink any Lipton tea for six months or so. And. <laughs> and I mean, I guess the other thing is, if I may ask, is your company unionized? It is now. Oh, God. There you go. Nobody working that piece. So that's what I'm saying, man. Loeffler clearly isn't intelligent. Yes, she may have made a lot of money being a senator. More than most, apparently. And yes, she came in with money. However... Just because you have a lot of money and you have a seat, on the year that you need re-election, you don't say stupid things like, yeah, the Black Lives Matter movement, blah, 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 not positive. And you co-own a basketball team. You do with- if your base wants you to say that. There it is. I was yeah. going to say that same thing. Because it's like what I was saying you know, earlier. She ain't trying show. to get you to vote for her, Ruben. Right. Because <laughs> well, they still feel like, it's not intelligence. It's like, I don't blame them. I blame the, you know, their surroundings. I mean, look at Leslie Graham. That dude said all kind of craziness and he still got voted in. Yeah. They, I mean, at but, this point, they can yeah. still say what they want to say about anything because. Yeah, he also got punked out by his, by Trump's kids too. So. Well, all I'm saying is 47% of the country, they know they got him. So when they say stuff like that, that just, that just bolsters their support. I still, I, I don't think that's lacking intelligence. Well, I mean, I think it's lacking intelligence. I mean, but, I they're just reading the room, man. They just they reading their room. But, but here's the problem: she is not like she won the election the first time. She didn't even win it. She came in second, and that's the only, that's why they had to have a runoff because in Georgia, if you don't get fifty percent of the vote, there's a runoff for the top two. Right. She didn't even win a popular vote on the top two. So like, really? <laughs> like you expected? She's expecting to win this, and you didn't even come close. I think the other dude was like forty-four to forty-five percent, and she was like thirty-two at second place. She didn't even come close. 
So now there's only two people to focus on. Whew. It's going to be interesting on January 5th, bro. Yeah, well, you're not wrong, but for me, it's a foregone conclusion. Yeah. So, Our I, international borders might get a little bigger. <laughs> no, actually, I think the, the exact opposite. I think that I think brown people under, understand life a little differently now after what happened and how it in the way it happened. So I'm going to bet that they're going to look at this the same way and be like, OK, so if the, so if all the cities where all the brown people are can flip an entire state in a presidential race, why can't we do the same thing in these, these uh, runoffs? So that's what I'm going to do. And I'm betting that they'll do it. We, I could be wrong, but I'm betting that they saw what happened to Trump and they are like, I do matter. So yep. we'll see. And I mean, Snap made a great song. I got the power. And that's what they got you doing. <laughs> They, they, the they really, they really do in a in a way which is unprecedented. So we'll see. But yeah, so as far as I'm concerned, you know, I'm gonna sit back and I'm gonna sip my tea and watch the Georgians go and vote. And you know, the craziest thing can happen is the Democrats could run everything, which means nothing will get done. But hey, whatever. Um, that's all I got. I'd like, thank everybody for listening. Um, thank you for listening on the podcast. Thank you for listening live. Thank you for your messages. Um, thank you, AG and MOB. We will be with you again soon. And da, 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 our next podcast, the next the guest that will be with us is Marcus J from Ain't No Half Step and Marcus J. Um, he and I co own. A radio station together so that's kind of where I kind of started my stuff again and on Monday the what's Monday the 7th 6th 7th yeah 7th it's the ninth anniversary of that show so um, I'll be on that show tomorrow wow, that's been going nine years nine God, years legacyinternetradio.com um yeah, definitely check them out on Monday. And the next time you hear from us, we will have Marcus J on the show. He's going to do the whole show with us. So it's going to be a whole bunch of interesting things, a whole lot of truth, and a whole bunch of history. So please join us. And thank you again for listening. Peace. You can send any questions or comments to FIVE Minute Warning 19 at gmail.com. The five-minute warning can now be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Breaker, Google Podcast, and Radio Public. Share, like, subscribe. You've been listening to the five-minute warning with Ruben Brown. Search five-minute warning on the Spotify app. Peace. Stay safe out there.